0: Welcome to the Financial Coaches Podcast, where we talk about how to build your practice from startup to scale up while being the kind of coach your clients crave. Finally, a podcast for financial coaches. Here are your hosts, Maria Casillas and Cody Sizemore. Well, hello, and welcome back to the Financial Coaches Podcast. My name is Cody Sizemore, and today I am not joined by my lovely co host, Maria Casillas, but instead, We have someone in here who is a very special guest, which I'm going to get to in just a second, but it's going to be a really juicy episode. I'm not going to lie. You guys are going to have a lot of fun with this. It's going to be jam-packed with value, so sit tight. But first, before we get into that, I want to just say what we always say, which is, hey, we are really, really appreciative of you guys listening and tuning in every week. We know that there are some of you who are what we would call every weekers, and we love that, so thank you for coming back. And we want to connect with you even further. You know, like you listen to us all the time, you know, but we want to, we want to hear from you, right? So one of the best ways to do that is to join our Facebook group, which is the Financial Coaches Community by New Money Habits. It's free, free to join, but it's a great place to connect, great place to ask questions. Sometimes we even get content for this show from there. People ask questions, we're like, we should talk about that on the podcast. So, you know, be a part of that and uh, let's have some fun. So. With that being said, I want to welcome in our special guest today, and her name is Amy Hager, and Amy is an organic marketing uh, coach, right, or mentor, right, organic marketing mentor, okay, yeah, yeah, so an organic marketing mentor, which if you guys have been listening to this show for any period of time, you know that organic marketing is like, I love it, I love it, love it, love it. Um. Can it be a little bit of a work thing? It could be, but it doesn't have to be, right? Um, And really, all you got to do is you got to find the right thing that works for you. And that's exactly why I wanted to talk to Amy today. So Amy, I'm going to stop rambling. Why don't you just say hello and kind of introduce yourself? um, Maybe tell, you know, the audience about how you got into this and what you're doing now and all that kind of stuff.
1: Totally. So like, Cody said, my name is Amy Hager. I'm the organic marketing mentor over at the Joyful Business Revolution. And, you know, it's crazy when I talk about marketing and how long I've been marketing community building. This really actually goes back to childhood for me. I used to race go-karts. I grew up in Iowa and I would have to go around town asking business owners to give me cash so I could buy gas and tires. And so I always had to figure out how to position myself to have these People give me money so that basically I could go drive in circles. And, you know, fast forwarding now throughout my entire career, and I've been in the nonprofit space, I've worked for publishing companies, and where I really have found is there is no secret sauce to marketing. It really is unique to you, your business, your style. And so when I partnered with um, my partner, Shannon, at the Joyful Business Revolution, she is actually the founder of our content personality quiz which we're going to be jumping into in a little bit
0: okay all right
1: started to make sense of how people can put together their own marketing so that it feels good for them so that they're actually gonna do it and that they can actually feel like they're good at it because i hear all the time mom i'm just not good at marketing Mm -hmm. and You just may be not good at the kind of marketing that you're trying. So I'm hoping today that maybe we can uncover a new way for you to approach your marketing so that it makes it a little bit easier. And the reason why I focus on organic marketing is I really believe if your message is landing organically through whatever social media channel you're on, through your email list, then you can move on to ads and utilize ads. But until you get an organic messaging working well for you, I feel like ads is just throwing money away. Mm -hmm. And so starting with that messaging and starting with organic marketing, I think is the great place to really dive into.
0: Yeah, I totally agree with basically everything that you just said. Um, One thing in particular that you said was you need to get your organic messaging into a place that is actually being well received and understood so that you can like be heard and, and not just heard, but also understood as well. Um, before you get into ads. And I think that's so important because it's like, if you, if you didn't do that and you just start throwing money at these ads at stuff that isn't working, then you're right. Like it's literally throwing money away. So I just recently, well, not recently, I would say probably, um, back in February. So like, really like the last like eight to nine months, something like that, uh, yeah. I just just started doing like paid Facebook ads. But okay. before that, it was all 100% organic. And now that I'm doing paid, I'm still doing organic as well. Yeah, you can't... yeah, yeah you, you can't stop doing the organic. But I definitely agree. Like, I would not have the kind of success that I have with Facebook ads. If mm-hmm. I didn't hone in and really fine tune the organic side of things first. The organic is almost like a, it's like a practice pad in a way, you know?
1: Exactly. Well, and I say marketing and messaging is a big playful experiment and Mm -hmm. we're not going to know what actually works until you play, but I find that there's a difference between a playful experiment and just throwing spaghetti at the wall. Like there does need to be some strategy. There needs to be messaging behind it. And um, really, when you first start out doing organic marketing, playing on social media and seeing how that lands first to then take it to your newsletter or take it to your ads or take it to your website is a really, really great place to play. But a lot of people put such a heavy value on social media that they're like, oh, it needs to be perfect. It needs to be polished. It needs to be, it needs to be, it needs to be, it needs to be. And it's not the end all be all. And so I really think when you can tap into that curiosity place with your marketing and your messaging and know that it is a playful experiment, that is really going to serve you well with yeah. your expectations and with your business marketing.
0: Yeah. It's actually you're just saying, have fun with it and see what sticks, you know? Yeah. And that's super important because, you know, something else that you said earlier too, is that a lot of people feel like they don't know how to market. They think it's like something that they have to do versus that they get to do. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they think that it's a lot of work, like all this kind of stuff. Like I, I talk to so many coaches and the marketing side of it. I've even talked to coaches where they're like, I just want to coach. Like, I don't want to market, mm-hmm. you know, like they have like this stigma around it. And I'm like, but marketing is like half the fun, you know, <laughs> like <laughs> What do you mean you want to just coach if you're not going to, like, you know, make your coaching enticing to people? You know what I mean? And and sharing your stories from coaching as well. Exactly. So there's a whole other side of it. And it doesn't have to be this big boogeyman under your bed. You know, it, it can be like the teddy bear under your pillow kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I
1: think, too, what you're thinking of of that it really is this. When you're doing marketing, I'm going to use doing the quotations around it,
0: mm-hmm.
1: that's aligned with you authentically and energetically, it's amazing what shifts. And it 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 shouldn't feel like marketing. And when you say, I, I just want to show up and serve my clients, if you think about marketing as showing up in service to your future clients, to your collaborators, mm-hmm. to your connectors, to your cheerleaders, or even your watchers, because we we know when... When we're able to speak to those groups in our marketing and our messaging, that's where our ideal clients come from. But when you're able to really connect and show up in service that way, by the time someone gets to you, your sales are going to be a lot easier because they're going to already be a yes. They've Mm -hmm. already had some way of experiencing you and enjoying your expertise and agreeing with your expertise. And I think we'll dive into the psychology of messaging too. So that way you can kind of dissect and see um, what happens when people are consuming content and consuming experiences. But I think before we go too far into that part, Cody, where I really wanna go is to talk about content personalities and that energetic alignment so that you can show up and actually do the thing without making it feel like a chore. does that sound okay?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it once you got planned.
1: Well, so there's a little assignment for you. That's why I wanted to make sure you were Uh okay. All right. So first we need to uncover what your content personality is. And I will say everybody has one superpower content personality. So again, I've come from the marketing space and I've One thing that just really irks my chain, and I don't think this happens so much in coaching and business ownership, but when I see a job posting for someone to do marketing, and Mm -hmm. it says job requirements, it says you must be skilled at writing, you must know how to design things in Canva, you must know how to edit and create video. Oh, by the way, you should probably be a great speaker too, because every once in a while you're going to have to speak in front of people. That's just asking way too much of one person. And a lot of times when we are marketing as business people, we end up asking way too much of ourselves. And so I believe if you're able to tap into your strength, let those weaknesses go and see how your marketing energetically changes and see how it connects us, connects deeper with people. That's where the marketing magic happens. And so to uncover what your content personality is, you can take a quiz online. If you Google content personality quiz, it's there. Um, you could also go to joyfulbusinessrevolution.com and the quiz is on the homepage or slash quiz. And it's going to take like 30 seconds to really take this quiz. And so Cody, I want to know, will you take this quiz live on air today so we can see what your content personality is?
0: Oh, you're putting me under some pressure, but <laughs> I'm going to have to agree. So yes, I'm, I'm totally done. Totally okay. done. All
1: right. So when you go to joyfulbusinessrevolution.com, Quiz and you click start taking quiz. The first question that we're going to ask you is: When it comes to consuming content, what type of content do you prefer? And so there's a list that you can choose from. Cody, what what would you prefer?
0: So this is what I prefer consuming content, right? You. Okay. So so the options are YouTube videos, podcasts, infographics, blog posts, or webinars and events. Yes. Personally. Um, and this is not just a way for me to be like, Hey, look at this. Uh, I love podcasts. So so I'm going to choose podcasts.
1: Okay, great. So the next question is if technology wasn't an issue, which would you prefer to create a video blog, a teleseminar, visual graphics or branding images, an ebook, or would you prefer to create a live workshop?
0: I like the live workshops.
1: Okay. So make sure you click that one. Mm -hmm. And then which of the following gives you the most joyful, pleasant feeling? Is it seeing yourself on video? Is it listening to your own voice or maybe designing graphics? Um, It could be writing a letter or teaching a friend something new in person.
0: That's a good one. Um, I don't like my voice. I don't like my voice. So hopefully there's listeners out there that are like, Cody, you got a beautiful voice. And I would really appreciate that. Uh, But I would say it's a a toss-up between writing a letter and teaching your friend something new in person. Mm. I think I'm going to do writing a letter because I really like writing. Um, I like teaching people stuff new as well. It doesn't have to be in person, though. So I'm going to go with writing a letter.
1: I think that's key. All right, good. So if you had all the support in the world to be successful, which marketing activity would you find the most exciting? Creating a video, creating a teleseminar, creating visual graphics, writing an ebook, or doing a live workshop?
0: Hmm. I would say the live workshops again. Yeah.
1: Okay. Go ahead and click that one. Yep. And then if you had an extra 20 minutes of free time in your day, which of the following activities would you most likely do? You can watch a video tutorial related on one of your passions or hobbies. You could maybe tune into your favorite podcast or audiobook. You could search for images online that inspire you or flip through a photo album. Read a magazine article that you've been putting on the back burner or reach out to a friend and make plans for a dinner or a coffee or lunch or something?
0: I would say the podcast one.
1: All right, that's kind of what I was thinking you would say. All right, last question, are you ready? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay, when it comes to sharing your ideas and expertise, which of these activities do you find the most joyful to create, recording a video, Recording audio clips or podcasts, creating memes or visual graphics, writing articles or blogs or an ebook, or speaking in person. Hmm. Which one is the most joyful for you to create?
0: Yeah, I would have to say. I think recording. Audio clips and podcasts. All right. Go ahead and click
1: that. And so while Cody's getting his results, I want to make sure that I touch on the five content personality types. So the first one could be live in person. Next is visual. The third content personality type is written. Audio is the fourth. And video is the fifth. And when you're really able to tap into one of those five content personality types and create from that place, it makes it a lot easier for you to make decisions and execute. So in the coaching world, we have found there's over 150 ways coaches market themselves. And when you boil it down to one of those five content personality types, live in person, visual, written, audio, or video, there's actually only 20 to 30 things to choose from. So making a choice out of 20 to 30 is way easier than over 150. And so one, I hope that with your results, you're able to find something that's a little bit more resonant to what you want to do and what you enjoy doing. And I do find a lot of times, again, people end up choosing marketing strategies because they feel like, their ideal audience is on Instagram or their ideal audience is on LinkedIn or their ideal audience is on YouTube. Y'all there's millions of people on all of those platforms. So let's be honest, your ideal audience is going to be on any of those. And so I say, choose what lights you up. If you enjoy being on Facebook, go be on Facebook with whatever your content personality type is and let the rest go. And so, as we dive into the content personality types a little bit deeper, Cody, I have your results. Are you ready?
0: Oh, yeah, let's do it.
1: Okay. So, you, my friend, are audio content personality types. So, even though you don't love the sound of your voice, <laughs> that's the best way for you to create. <laughs> Okay? And so really when you're an audio content personality type, you're already creating utilizing a podcast. That's usually the easiest one. Maybe conducting an interview, maybe doing meditations or recording an audiobook. The other thing that I love about the audio content personality type and I don't know if this is true for you again, not everybody is the same, and that's why there's 20 to 30 ways to utilize your type. Cody, do you mind picking up the phone and calling people?
0: Uh, yeah, I do it all the time.
1: Ah, uh, yeah. That
0: usually yeah I usually is through audio type. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I prefer phone over text and even, which is weird because I'm a millennial and that's just like, you know, one of those things where people are like, don't call me. I'm like, why? But yeah, <laughs> no, I prefer phone. And even like when I do text people, it's rare that I'll actually like type it out. I'll always do either to like text. to text or I'll yep. send a voice message.
1: Perfect. So you are completely embracing this audio content personality type. And I love that. That is so awesome. Um, Hopefully for those who took the quiz with Cody while you were listening, you're getting your results in your inbox. If you are a written content personality type, you would be really great at writing that ebook or creating a guidebook or an assessment or even writing case studies. And I always say the written content personality type is usually the easiest because when you create messaging, and especially when you're creating messaging with a mentor like me, we always have to write those words down first. And so if you're written, your job's already done, you just gotta go publish it. The other um, content personality type, video, is really interesting because a lot of times a video content personality can speak And really engage people into a conversation without actually having people in the room. And so think of doing like a talking head type video or a screencast or having a slideshow presentation or maybe some sort of animation. You can really talk people through something without them physically being in the room with you. Where if you're a live in-person content personality type, you feed off the energy of somebody the most. And A lot of times a live in-person content personality would be someone who's hosting retreats or workshops, maybe speaking on the stage with audience interaction. Um, It could be doing some sort of interview like this. I can see Cody, and I'm a live in-person content personality type. And so it it works really, really well. If I couldn't see him and see the reactions on his face and how his body language is, this would be such a hard interview. And right now he's making faces at me. The last content personality type is visual. And so for those of you who got visual, think of utilizing photo galleries. Think about creating infographics or maybe drawing a comic or a cartoon. We even have video or visual content personality people who create card decks and they'll use a card deck to really create an experience for someone to experience them. And so... Those are just a few ways to utilize your content personality type. If you took the quiz, you're going to get a guide that's gonna walk you through your content personality type and really break it down for you even further. And so I'm excited to see what all of you get as results. FYI, I also see all of your results. So I may email you asking if you're surprised because a lot of times I'll find out from somebody that they've been really leveraging one of the other content personality types And their marketing has been falling flat or it's been really, really hard. And a great story of this is I had um, a woman who was a written content personality type, but she didn't believe it. So she was doing workshops and webinars and she had utilized Facebook ads and she got 700 people into her Facebook ad, into her webinar, sorry, from a Facebook ad into a webinar. You know why I'm not shocked she got 700 people into her webinar from her ad? She's a written content personality type. The written piece of that ad was amazing. She did the workshop webinar. No one enrolled. Mm. And it was a punch to the gut for her.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Especially because she had so many.
1: Exactly. And it was because she was showing up in the wrong content personality type. And so what (laughs) we did is we deployed an email campaign to all of those people. And she wrote everything basically that she was doing in that workshop into this email campaign. And that's how she started to enroll people. She doesn't even have Zoom calls or or phone calls with anybody to enroll people. She really enrolls people through DMing on Facebook Messenger and through email. And so she's fully embracing that written content personality type. And so for those of you that are listening, like I would love to challenge you. What are you creating right now is not in your content personality type that maybe you could shift. And so Cody, I'm curious, is there some piece of marketing that you're doing right now that isn't in your content personality type?
0: Yeah. So I would say that, um, you know, based off the quiz, I would agree that the, the main personality type that I have would be audio uh, kind Mm. of thing. But I think that a very close second would be written for me uh, mm-hmm. because I love writing as well. Um, so I think that yeah. is there anything I'm doing that's outside of those two? Um, I think that what I do outside of that is doing like those online workshops or those online like master masterclasses. Mm-hmm. Uh, hmm. But honestly, I really enjoy doing that too. I I don't know. You call me a a jack of all trades, master of none, who knows? But, you know, but I really enjoy doing that, but that doesn't really fall within, I think, like, my super strength kind of thing. Like, I think that me speaking in front of, like, a large audience, now, I I come from the music industry, so, you know, Mm. performing in front of a large audience, not a huge Um, deal. I'm not nervous about that, whatever, when I have my guitar on. Now, if I need to speak that might be a yeah. little bit of a different story and i think that yeah. that's kind of the difference where like if it's online and you know i'm just seeing like a couple boxes of a couple faces not a huge deal but if i was standing in front of a crowd like a lot like a live audience to, like, I, like 700 people or something yeah. i know for a fact i'd probably be nervous
1: yeah And so I think that that's going to show up, right? And here's what I want to walk through with you. And I'm so glad that you said you actually are doing some of these other content personality types. So if you're doing two or three, what I would really suggest is evaluate what is actually helping you with making sales and enrolling clients. Is it your efforts through audio? Is it your efforts through written? Is it your efforts through live in person? So sit down and take stock and do an assessment of your own stuff and really, really see where are you enrolling the most people and getting the most conversations started. And so that's the other thing is a lot of times, like I said, we think about our marketing as the, oh, sales tool to sell our thing. No, your marketing should actually be a way for someone to experience you and then be in a conversation with you. And, um... I but mentioned. I can tell you
0: Go exactly ahead. where I'm at with that.
1: Yeah, so it goes
0: back to what I just said about you know audio being like probably my biggest strain, and then yeah. uh, written being my secondary strain, because I get people, um, like I talk to a lot of my prospects and leads, and oh. I create those mostly through written text, okay, and then I convert them into being clients through phone calls there you go so it's like a bam boom kind of thing yeah. you're like double exactly. punch you know
1: exactly I love that and when you think about um passion like you love writing is something you said to me and I'm not saying that you should completely let writing go but you know what works well and so how can you 10 percent better that There is a lot of people who do have passions for hosting workshops, but they're another content personality type or they're written content personality, or they're not written, but they love writing. And one of the things, the best case study that I can share with you is actually the founder of the content personality quiz, Shannon. She was an author, she was a school teacher, she taught English. And so writing is like her passion. And when she took the quiz, she was live in person. And this is, we created the quiz back in the day before the internet was big. So she had to do it on a piece of paper and then like add up the numbers. And if any of you are listening, ladies, when we used to look at those magazines and you'd add up the numbers and figure out like what house you're gonna live in when we were teenagers, it was similar to that style. And she took that quiz and crunched it up because she kept getting live in person. And she kept saying, well, I love Britain." And so when she finally stopped relying on written and started tapping into live in person and teaching, she doubled her income in less than a year.
0: Wow. Yeah.
1: And she's an introvert too. And so as a live in person introvert, she knows how to get herself mentally ready for a workshop. She meditates. And then after the workshop, she knows she's going to need to wind herself down before she can go to bed. So all of our workshops are midday because she used to do my at eight o'clock at night and then never would sleep. Mm-hmm. And so me as an extrovert though, I mean, I wake up ready to roll and talk to people and I will be talking to you as I'm falling asleep. Mm-hmm. So it's very interesting how live in person introvert extrovert can be different. It's interesting how all of those different content personality styles are still going to be different based off of your style, your strength. But I say tap in, do what you like and what you love. And see how that shifts for you and see how that works for you. Mm
0: -hmm. It's a great, it's a great uh, testimony that you have there because, I mean, I don't know what her income was, but regardless of that, to double it simply by making one small shift of just leaning into what your strengths are. I think that that really does show not just like the power of marketing in general, but also, I think that there's like the psychological kind of mm-hmm. parts to it as well. that are kind of on the back end that most people don't think about, but it's definitely there. Definitely yeah,
1: it's there. definitely there. And um, I'm happy to share. So the income level that she was at, she had gotten to 250, but she was more in that lower 200 range. Mm-hmm. And within that year, she doubled up to above 450.
0: Wow. That's incredible. That just
1: like shifting how she was marketing. And so... You know, you kind of started to lead into my next thought about the psychology of messaging. So now that we know your content personality type, what I really want you to think through is how are you creating experiences for people in your messaging? Because a lot of times we think about marketing and messaging as being a presentation or a pitch. And instead, you really want it to be an experience. Yeah. And So when you think about what you're creating, think about how the other person who's going to be experiencing this will experience this. Because once someone experiences your content and you, your thought leadership or zone of genius, they really flow into this subconscious decision making where it's, do I like this person? Do I believe this person? Do I agree what they say? Am I curious about what they have to say? Are they full of crap? Do I not like them? Do I hate the tone of their voice? What should I have for dinner? Oh, did I send that email? There's a lot going on in our subconscious mind when we're consuming and having experiences. And so what I want your marketing content to do is I want to flow from an experience into that subconscious mind and get them actually to an emotional decision. Yes, I like this person. No, this is not for me. I'm out of here. Or this could be interesting, but I do need to go make sure I send that email or I'm starving and I need to go eat dinner. So when we can get them to the yes, no, or maybe emotional decision making, they're then taking an action. Your yes is flowing into whatever the action is that you want them to take. Maybe it's to DM you or to reach out. Maybe it's to comment. Maybe it's to share a story of their experience. If they don't agree and they leave, them leaving is taking an action. And so if your messaging isn't attracting as much as it's repelling, it's still not working. You're still being too vague. And so every single piece of content that you create, I want you to think of it, one, as an experience to get people from the subconscious decision-making where everything is going crazy in our brains into that emotional decision-making of yes, no, or maybe. And if it's a yes, get them to take some sort of action with you. Because again, marketing and messaging is all about the conversations.
0: Yeah. So even with with me, I t- for, first of all, I totally agree. Like that, That's exactly what we need to do. With me, I kind of have like a few different approaches. And I think that the first thing I try to do is that I, tr- I really do my best to try and create like this movie in their head. So if mm-hmm. they're like reading, you know, a Facebook post or, um, you know, listening to yes. something or whatever it might be, I want them to like feel like they're there and like they're watching a movie in their head, but they're just reading the story. So that's like one thing that I, I really like to do. Um, another thing is that I really like to try and tap into their emotions as much as I can versus sharing my emotions, because if mm-hmm. they're going to be experiencing it, then they're going to actually feel it. And that's what I think is super important. Like they need to feel this in order to want it kind of thing. And then the last thing that I like to do a lot is I know that everybody and Hey, we live in this day and age, but everybody wants to tell people about their opinion. Mm. Everybody wants Mm -hmm. to tell people about their opinion. So I ask a lot of questions. um, And I like give people like the opportunity to kind of stand on like a soapbox to like either like give their opinion on something to vent on something to, you know, show people like, oh, you know, like this is what I went through kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like just asking those questions that make people like brave to answer kind of thing. And then I take those answers and I run with it kind of thing. Yeah. So those are kind of the three things that I do. And I think that it kind of ties into what you you just said as well. Like giving yeah. that experience, right? Exactly. And not just yell at them.
1: Exactly. And you want to make sure that there's that personal connection. Mm-hmm. And if someone is experiencing you, I want them to either feel like you're talking directly to them and there is no one else in this world that they're talking to or that you're talking about somebody they know. Maybe my mom, maybe a friend, maybe an uncle, right? And so when you can get that small in your thinking and deep connection in your messaging and marketing, that's when things start to go wildfire. And I think by asking a lot of questions and being curious, it's really going to take you a far way
0: yeah can't, i cannot agree more so mm. yeah so amy i just want to say thank you for your time today this was this was awesome um if you're listening to this and you're just like you're like frivolously taking notes kind of thing like you should check out that quiz it's actually pretty cool and it's super super easy like yeah, you you wasn't me, yeah like you weren't kidding when you said it would take me like 30 seconds to a minute like it was super easy um, very user-friendly and I got the email and I'm excited to kind of jump in and see like what all the resources are because yeah. I know for a fact they're going to be valuable so I'm like super excited to jump into that but um can you can you just say that link one more time just for people so they don't yep. have to like dig through this episode to find it
1: 100 percent. it's the joy well sorry joyful business revolution.com slash quiz and the quiz name is Content Personality Quiz. So even if you're just Googling Content Personality Quiz, it will show up for you.
0: Awesome. I'll probably, and, I'll probably put that in the show notes too, so they have. Right, like, yeah, a that would be
1: great. And so. I'm on Facebook, so if you look for Amy Hager, Joyful Business Revolution on Facebook, and you're like, "Hey, what was the link to that quiz again?" Just shoot me a DM or you know mm-hmm. a comment or something like that. Totally happy to help you. And as I said, once you take the quiz and once you get your results, you're going to get a little mini guide for your content personality. And for those of you that are listening who have teams, and sorry to add this in last minute, Cody, but if you have a team, have your entire team take this quiz and then start dividing duties based off of those strengths and not necessarily the traditional roles that we know. I hate when we have someone who's a yeah, an office manager who's answering phones all the time, and they're not an audio content personality. Maybe they're written, and how can you change roles? But if you have a team, have everybody on your team take that content personality quiz and see where you can let them thrive in their strengths.
0: Absolutely, awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Well, Amy, I just want to say thank you for uh, you know everything that you had kind of said. Like that was awesome and you know it was an awesome experience for me but i know for a fact it was awesome experience for our listeners too so thank you so much for being a part of this today um and you know we'll make sure that we send you this link when everything comes out and you can share it with everyone like all kind time no i'm just kidding you don't have to do that but we really appreciate it but um yeah we, we're just super thankful that you were here today and um you know i know i got a lot of value out of it and i know that our listeners did too so thank you for that
1: Yeah, have a great day.
0: Yep, you too. All righty, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Catch you guys next week. And go take that quiz. Seriously. Seriously, it's super simple and it's amazing. So go do that, all right? All right, guys. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to the Financial Coaches Podcast, brought to you by New Money Habits and Sizemore Financial Coaching. Submit your questions to our hosts by emailing podcast at newmoneyhabits.com. Be sure to subscribe to be notified of future episodes and join our growing group of like-minded coaches on Facebook. And until next time, happy coaching. Music provided by Summer School.